Welcome to track number one of Lay Power. How we waited for moments like this. Have your way, have your way in this place. Holy Spirit, come to as you wait. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, please take your seats. Let's find out very quickly, how many of you have never been for a shepherd's camp before in Lighthouse Chapel International? Wow. Can you please stand? All right, there's always a first time. And you, the old timers, can you put your hands together and welcome the new timers? <laughs> Hallelujah. Wow. So that's about two thirds. Okay. Wonderful. God bless you. You may be seated. And would you please join me? Put your hands together. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you for the blessing of today. Thank you for the blessing of bringing us together to receive from you. We ask that you guide us by your Holy Spirit and let your will be done in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Wow. Are you glad to be here? All right. Well, um, can you hear me very well at the back? Okay. The last time we had another hall. Smaller. Okay. Very good. Um, our theme for the camp is lay power. But I don't know who made this banner. <clears throat> you, have, you have to change the banner. 
You cannot say what the theme is. Lay power. The power of lay people. Amen. So, I believe that it is going to be a very important discussion. Amen. So, I want to give you the definition of a lay person. Amen. Are you there? Okay. So, let me give you... Um, I believe you've given the rules for the camp already. Okay. You're not allowed to sleep here, especially where I can see you. It really disturbs me and disturbs everybody else at the camp because I cannot flow when I see that you are sleeping or you are collapsing in front of me. Honestly. I'm not joking. I cannot. You spoil the camp for everybody by your presence here. So it should be better that you be somewhere else or even where I cannot see you, I don't mind. But once I spot you, then it becomes a problem. 18 definitions of lay people. What is a lay person? 18 definitions of a lay person. Number one. A lay person is someone distinct from the clergy. All right? That is, a person is not, um, as it were, part of the clergy in that sense. Are you there? Yes. Okay. Number two, a lay person is someone who is not qualified to do certain things jobs in certain fields okay so if you you're talking about medicine and you say a lay person you mean someone who is not qualified in medical things and is just not qualified <laughs> I'm seeing some people here number three a lay person is an ordinary person. That's the third definition of a lay person. It's an ordinary person. Alright? It's an ordinary person. And I'm giving you 18 different meanings of a lay person. It's an ordinary person. Is there anybody who is ordinary here? Do you wee-wee? Do you poo-poo? Do you release gases? Then you are ordinary. You are just, you are just like all of us. You are a layman. Yes. I'm sorry to be so real, but this is it. Number four, a lay person is a normal person. Normal. It's normal. So when we are talking about the layman coming out, we are talking about normal people who haven't seen Jesus before. How many have not seen Jesus before? You have not seen an angel before? Raise your hand. You haven't been to heaven and come before? Ordinary. Normal. Number five. A lay person is a commonplace person. Commonplace. 
You'll find him in a common place. It's a term, but if you think about it, common place. It's not going to be found in a special place. When you go somewhere, they won't give you anywhere special. You are just normal. You come to the church, they wouldn't put you on the front row with Bishop Saki and Bishop Adi. That is not a common place. It's a special chair. My chair is a special chair. If you come to the church and I'm not there, don't sit on it. And don't sit on it to take pictures. If you are trying to focus, don't use my chair to focus. Or you don't understand. One day somebody came to sit on, on my chair with her big bottom to do a focusing on the camera. Do not use my chair to focus your camera. It's not a normal chair. And it's not a commonplace chair. But you are sitting in a commonplace chair. Do you understand? Are you ready to be a common person? Number six. A lay person is a usual person. Usual. The not usual people that we see. You are one. That's a layman. And I'm talking about lay power. The power of the layman. Number seven. A lay person is a regular person. Regular. When we say, what size are you? Regular. Regular size. That means that the size that you will normally find around. Not extra, extra large. Or extra, extra small. Or petite. Or whatever. Regular. Number eight, a lay person is a common person. It's common. That means that you can find a person uh, everywhere. If you say, nim trees are common in Ghana. It means you can find it everywhere. It's common. But can you find apple trees commonly? So it's very unusual to find an apple tree. But a nim tree... We will not have to go far and we will find a neem tree. Is that not so? So a lay person is one of the common people. Is there any common person who is around? Number nine. A lay person is an everyday person. Every day. Do you see President Mills every day? Do you see his convoy every day? Even the convoy, not the person, the convoy. No. He's not an everyday person. He's a special day. If President Mills ever chooses to come to our church, it will be a special day. But you, you are an everyday person. You come every day. Sometimes when there's no church, you come. Is it not true? You are a common person, a regular person, everyday person, normal person. Number 10, a lay person is an average person. Average. How many realize that you are averagely holy? Your prayer life is average. Average to poor. Your fasting ability is average. Your Bible knowledge is what? Average. 
Your scripture memorization is what? Average. Average to four. Most of the people have never been for a camp. Average. Normal. Regular. Common. Common place. Ordinary. Number 11. A lay person is not a professional. You are not a professional. When you say professional, somebody who does it as his profession. Like I take photographs. I, I, one of my hobbies is um, photography. And if I get the chance, I'll take some pictures of some of you here during the camp. It's my hobby. But some people, it's their work. So when they take their pictures and you want to take it free of charge, they are not happy at all because it is their profession. Hey. So everything that is somebody's profession is somebody's hobby. And it's something that it seems a special person does. Sometimes the common man also does it. Are you there? So in the same way, Bishop Saki's profession is the ministry. Do you see? But there are people here, you are not professionals. You are not professional pastors. He is a professional pastor. His income comes from pastoring. His car comes from pastoral work. His money, anytime you see him giving money to his children, it is from the church. He's a professional. Eh? And he's not ashamed of it. Because that is his profession. But you, that is not your profession. So anytime I see you giving money to your child or your friend, I know that it is not from the offering. Are you listening to me? So, God is about to release lay power. And I'm going to show you the impact that takes place and has taken place in the world when the common man, the lay man, the ordinary person, the commonplace person rises up also to do something. The whole world changes. I said the whole world changes. And the whole of the Kodesh will change when the common man rises up and says, I am an ordinary person, but I'm also going to do something. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Average, 
Are you average? Not qualified. Number 13. A lay person is not a specialist. It's not an expert. It's not a specialist. Not. You are not a specialist. But you are also there. Do you understand? So we are talking about people who are not specialists. Also coming to work for God. You are not an expert. You are not a professional. You are ordinary, but you are also going to work. You are not a specialist, but you also sing. Non-specialists are going to be singing. Non-experts are going to be preaching. People with average knowledge of the Bible, like you, are going to be holding Bible and preaching. Hey! People who are normal, who have forgotten where the verse is. How many have forgotten where the verse is? Are also going to be preaching. Normal people. Ordinary people. Commonplace. Non-professionals. Non-experts. Non-specialists. I, I saw a film one called, called The Specialist. And it was Rambo. Rambo was the special. He's a specialist of what? Killing people or something? Eh? Assassinations and other things. He was a specialist. Number fourteen. A lay person is not proficient. That one means what? Eh? Are you ordinary? You also don't know the meaning. Raise up your hand if you are average. You also don't. When I come and ask you right now, you don't know. These are the people that God is going to use. People who don't know the meaning of a lot of things. Regular people. <laughs> Number 15. A lay person is not skilled. So if you take, let's say, uh, uh, you see somebody's having an operation, you know, they say, oh, a lay person is coming to do the operation. See, someone who is not skilled is coming to operate on your heart. Hey, will you be happy about it? But God is about to use people who are not skilled. We are talking about the release of lay power in the church. Yes. Number 16, a lay person is not trained. You see, most of you have not been for a camp before. It means you've not been trained. Yes. Number 17, a lay person is not certified. How many have been certified as a reverend minister? 
If you have not been certified as a reverend minister, raise your right hand. You have not been certified as a reverend. When they see you, say reverend. Reverend. You are not certified. Number 18, a lay person is not licensed. Not licensed. And then number 19, a lay person is bereft bereft of special gifts. Bereft. How many are regular people who don't understand bereft? Bereft means that, okay, obey, you don't have. So you came to the world without it. You are bereft of special, B-E-R-E-F-T. Bereft. Of special gifts. Number 19. And number 20. A lay person is bereft of special visions. Ordinary person. Charlie, once you've seen a vision, very wild vision, you are no more a lay person. You are no more ordinary. Because, 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 Charlie, God has called you, Pa. Uh-huh. You've seen Jesus before. You've seen angels. God, you have heard the voice of God. Number 21, a lay person has not audible voice. And he hasn't heard some before. Audible voice. That says, my son, my son. My son, my son. Arise and, arise and shine. Okay. So I gave you, I, so I promised you 18 and I gave you 21. Now, Greek words, the next one is the Greek word for lay people. Lycos. L-A-I-K-O-S. Okay? Which means, it's a negative word. Lycos. When you say lycos, or you're lycos. Lycos. This one is a lycos. It means somebody who is not having skills. That's what the Greek word lycos means. A lay person. Somebody who doesn't have skills. Do you see? It's an average person. It's a normal person. Huh? Yeah. Recently I went to the doctor. And the doctor said he was coming to measure... He was coming to measure, uh, look at something in my eye. Hey. And then he looked into the eye. He said, this and this and that. I said, hey. It's not an ordinary person. Because a person without that skill to look into the back of the eye, you get it? You must have a certain skill to even recognize what you are seeing. By a normal even a doctor. A lot of doctors cannot do it. They say they have learned it, but they don't know how to do it. They've said they've been to medical school, but when they look, they say, when he speaks, he say, no, brother. Let, you are a lycos. You are a lycos. How many would like a dentist to operate on your heart? Hey! A lycos to come and do your heart surgery. Before you realize, the lycos has killed you. So before 
lay power is released, certain things have to happen. Because a lay person is clearly somebody lacking certain skills. Do you get it? A lycos. Tell your neighbor, Charlie, you are a lycos. Lacking skills. Number two, the second Greek word used for the word lay people is the word laos. L-A-O-S. And it is a special word which means people of God. Yes. People of God. See, the people of God are ordinary people. They are common people. Hallelujah. So, people of God is the same as common people. That's why they say the voice of the people is the voice of God. Are you listening to me? So, the word lay person is a word which often spells confusion because it is both negative and positive. In one breath, it is somebody who lacks certain things, skills and gifts and so on. And in another breath, it is somebody from God. Are you listening to me? Yes. So, Lycos, are you there? Is a powerful word that reveals an ordinary person who has come from God to be a blessing. Amen. Amen. You are a special person. Tell you, so are you proud to be a Lycos or you are not proud? Which one? Huh? Because is it not true that you are lacking skills? But is it not also true that you are from God? Yes. So, it is, it is both a humbling term and a real term and a blessing. A Lycos. Tell your neighbor, Charlie, I'm a Lycos. I'm a Lycos of the church. Amen. Now, the next thing that I want us to look at is the historical impact of the common man. Amen. So I'm going to give you some, you know, it's like a lecture. In medieval literature, do you know medieval? Yes. If you are a commoner and you don't understand it, raise up your hand. Medieval, medieval. But what if you don't raise your hand? I come straight to you and then I give you the microphone. And then you define medieval for us. Medieval, you, you don't know, then raise your hand. Medieval. Spelled M-E-D-I-E-V-A-L. Medieval. Medieval literature. Hmm? Are you there? What is medieval? Okay. 
the Middle Ages of European history. All right? Uh, what we call the medieval uh, period. You get it? And they are a period in history which roughly lasted for a millennium. Commonly dated from the fall of the Western Roman Empire to the beginning of the early modern period. Amen. So, from the end of the Roman Empire to this modern, that's what era we call the medieval or the middle ages okay. all right now i just wanted you to know that so that 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 medieval period has somehow affected the whole world that period in european history okay and in european history in that period all right um they first sustained urbanization modern countries all their origins to the events that unfolded in that period. Okay? Now, in medieval literature, right, there were three classes of people. Do you see? Hmm. That's why I'm, I'm talking about medieval. Do you understand why I say medieval? It is the medieval period that defined society into certain categories. All right? Including the common person. You get it? Yeah. Number one, the three, there were three groups all right, of people in the social life during the medieval period. Okay? And the first group was what they called the nobility. Nobility. Are you there? And the nobility were a special hereditary, that means that you inherited, aristocracy, whose mission on earth, you listen to me, whose mission on earth was to rule. Okay, there are some people who have come into the world, their main work is to rule. Born to rule. It's like you are born to be president of Ghana. Nobility. Do you see? And they, they had a mind that, oh, this group, this line are born. Their work on earth is to rule the world. Rule their nation, the nobles. You see? Then the second group was the church. Yeah. <laughs> and the church had the responsibility of looking after the spiritual welfare of the world. And then the third group were the commoners. Common people like you and I. Who were supposed to do the work that provides for the physical needs of the society. Are you there? And this was the social structure that was born in the medieval period or the Middle Ages. You get it? And that's why we have kings huh? and queens 
and counts, barons, lords, dukes, duchesses, earls, noble people, nobility. And they were the rulers. Then we have the church who are the spiritual guardians. And then we have the common people. So the common, the lycos, the common man, the lycos, eh, who has no skills and who has no special abilities, ordinary, doesn't come from any group. He wasn't doing anything special. So the world has been divided like that. But you see, and this is even in social life or even if you study anthropology. Do you know anthropology? Uh, about 20% of your life is gone. Common people will not know anthropology, but if you study anthropology, you find out that this idea, even it's so much in Africa, that like Eyadema is supposed to rule. So Eyadema, his uh, son was the army commander, son was the chief justice, his son is the uh, being groomed in Harvard to be the next president, his son is the, all the Eyadema's are the nobility. And then the commoners are just in the system, selling second-hand clothes and doing other things. The ranks. The ranks. Now, in Bongo, his son, and all this. Now, in certain places in the world, eh, at least not yet, maybe not so much in Africa, but in certain places, the common people rose up and said, you know something? We can all contribute. And when these common, ordinary people rose up, everything changed. Where the common people sat back doing nothing, life has always been very different. And the same thing goes for the church. Where the common people who don't have a vision of Jesus having heard any voice before, have been sleeping and their dreams are just about food and about other useless. You cannot see the head or tail of the dream. When those type of people also rose up, the whole church changed. Yes. So it has happened in history and it happened also in the church. And that's why I'm talking about lay power, the power of the layman or the power of the ordinary man. The other man who hasn't had these special things. You know, when they speak, you become so... God, me, I'm like a lay person. God, I've been, all, all those things, I haven't seen some before. My dreams, and if it wasn't for... I want to be very serious about them. When I, if I don't take them serious. To force an interpretation. So that this dream is meaning something. Hey! Hmm. <laughs> By the grace of God, let that let that be a meaning, oh Lord, to this dream. <laughs> like yesterday, I had a dream. In fact, I've thought about the dream. Uh, how can you be in a dream and you are in a train going somewhere? Then the train starts to go backwards. <laughs> hey. How many have had such dreams that you don't understand before? So you are like us. We are all like us here. Amen. 
Now, number two. So I've given you number one, which is um, common man and the three estates of society. That was the first point that I gave you. Now I'm going to the next point. The historical impact of the common man. Okay? And I'm going to read, because I've got a lot of things to read here. And uh, you can just see what you can make out of it. Okay. History is determined by many factors. A few of which fall under the categories of politics, society, and economics. Many people tend to believe that it is the government or the rich and the powerful who shape history. However, they overlook the power and the influence of common people. In recent history, even Time magazine, which traditionally nominates great influential men and women for the person of the year, it has gone, Time magazine has gone to pick no one else but you the common person, as the time person of the year in the year 2006. The common man has been nominated as the greatest person in the year 2006. Clap for, if you are a regular person, begin to clap for yourself. It is truly a recognition of the power of masses and how history is going to be recorded through the influence of common men and women. The power of the common person or people power significantly shapes history because of the effect of the grassroots efforts as can be observed in the American Revolution. Amen? Amen. And the recent decrease in oil prices and the rise of the popular consumer web and the 2008 presidential elections. Are you there? Yeah, yeah. At the turn of the... Do you understand? If you are, common people may not easily understand this kind of lectures. But how many common people are trying to understand that they are saying that, Charlie, when the common people rise up, uh, the whole world is different. And Obama is like a common man. And he used common people to become the president. Amen. The Lycos. Now, at the turn of the last century, the American Revolution was a successful experiment that marked the transition of the world controlled by a few to a world controlled by the many. Wow. Wow. You see, we have to mark a transition of our church being controlled in the sense of, I mean, all the souls that are being won, and the work that is being done, being done by a few, to the work being done by many. How many understand what I'm saying? Yes. Because without the involvement of the common man, certain things will never be achieved. And the world's history has shown that there is a transition from just a few to the many. That is why somebody like President Rawlings was able to be voted away. No matter how he has ruled out for 20 years. And he's still very, very popular. You get it. If he was to stand for election, I am sure that he will win. 
But somebody like that, whom we have been used to for 20 years, they, the common man, the common man, could say, Mokwayani Mokwabakeke. That's all. That's all. Somebody should go and somebody should come. That's all. It's a real, it's the power of the common man. That the common man became involved in the government. Like us. And skilled people in villages all decided that Charlie Olenoko Mokoaya ni Mokoaba Keke. That's all. Lycos is working. Amen. The American Revolution was largely shaped by a small revolutionary organizations or by small revolutionary organizations such as the Sons of Liberty. These organizations were not controlled by the rich and powerful landowners, but rather the common people of average social status. Amen. Amen. Common people whose prayer life is average, whose Bible knowledge is average. When I ask you for certain scriptures, Leviticus chapter 27 verse 30. Leviticus 27 verse 30. Huh. You see that you are not skilled. You don't know. You are not a specialist. Okay. Such men came together to plant the seeds of the revolution. In addition, the kind of guerrilla warfare that America undertook was successful because the average farmers who went, because of the average farmers who went out with their guns. Average farmers went with guns. Farmers who are not specialists, who are not skilled, who are not used to using guns. You know, and one of the reasons why a lay person must be very careful with a gun is because when you meet somebody who knows how to use a gun, what happens? We, call, we have something we call gun fright. The lycos is frightened, even though he's holding the gun. So we have something we call gun fright. So the professional will take the gun from you and use that gun on you. So sometimes it's better not to have a gun. Because you as a lycos, you can't imagine killing somebody. But there are specialists who have killed a lot of people. So you are just number 79. And they'll just take the gun from you and they'll kill you. You get it. So in this case, when they say farmers took guns, there's people who are not specialists. They were not trained. They, they would have gun fright, but they also rose up. And that's why we are saying that if the lay person who said you haven't been to Bible school, there are people who are in that Bible school for four years. They are specialists. Yeah, they are skilled. They are trained. They, have, they are professionals. They are being trained. The Bible knowledge memorization. They have months of only memorization. And you, 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 you don't have any time for memorization. Is it true or it's not true? So for farmers to take up a gun, wow. But if you meet somebody who is not a like like recently, a certain arm robber went to a, 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 a certain house in Tema. Or I think it was Tema or so. And he thought that the person, the two, the two people there, was a Lycos. But not knowing that it was a U.S. Marine. Yeah. 
days. The man, he, he killed, he, he killed all the two of them. He killed all of them. When he came out with his himself came. Somebody who has been to Afghanistan is not a Lycos. He's not a Lycos. Tell somebody he's not a Lycos. He's a, a professional. He's killed. He, he, dis, he disarmed them and killed the two of them. Yeah, one time. He's a sharpshooter. No nonsense. It's when you meet a Lycos, you can do so. But for Lycos people in America to farmers to take guns, we are going to fight for freedom. You see, and that's what I'm saying that when the layman in the church rises up and says, Look, we are all going to work for God. And we are not going to just leave it for bishops and reverends. We are all farmers. We are taking our guns. We are going to do something for the Lord. We are not going to just be there always fornicating, lying, stealing, and others. No. Chobwe. Chobwe. Hey. It is time to change that pattern. Every day the pastor is cajoling you, encouraging you, stroking you. Eh? Oh. The American Revolution is a classic example of the power of the people in shaping history. As it led to the birth of a superpower. Yes. It led to the birth of a superpower. Now, every church that has deployed the common man has become a superpower church. Yeah. Every nation where the common man became involved became a superpower. Which are the superpowers? The common man is involved. The church is like Yongicho's church. The church of Pentecost. The Methodist church. They became super wealth powers. Because they were known for the use of the common man. They were made for, they were known for the use of the common man. And they became superpower churches. You can't ignore the Pentecost church. You cannot ignore the Methodist church. You cannot ignore Yongicho's church in the history of the church of this world. Because they deployed the common man. It's one of the cardinal features of those churches. Are you listening? Oh, yes. hmm. It's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. Tell your neighbor, I'm a Lycos, but I'm coming. <laughs> hmm. Okay, where were we? The release of the superpower. Yeah. Wow, people power has influenced history on an ideological scale with the revolution. In recent times, the common man is also helping to lower gasoline prices today. Because the common man made proactive decisions such as driving less and moving closer to work in America. Yes. During that same period, 
the United States government did not do much to influence gasoline prices, but rather it was a grassroots effort to, to mitigate gasoline consumption that led to a drop in gas prices. Are you listening to me? Furthermore, we see the power of the common person in shaping political ground. During the May 2008, Barack Obama clinched the Democratic nomination for the presidency of the United States, despite that the country's rich and influential Democrats were Clinton supporters. Because Obama got support from the common person. These are not my words. I'm telling you something that is there. Amen. Amen. Obama raised over 80 million United States dollars in his campaign, most of which comes from the common people making small individual contributions. Despite the millions of dollars influential Democrats were providing Clinton, Obama raised more money than any other presidential candidate in history by using the power of the common person. Yeah. The powerful Democrats, you see, in America, they have Democrats and Republicans. Common man doesn't know that. We know NDC and MPP, isn't it? But in America, so if you, even though you are Lycos, occasionally when some knowledge comes, try to add it to your Lycos knowledge. And in America, the Democratic Party, they have their powerful people with money and cash millions of dollars. Obama didn't have that. He was a black man, you know, not coming out of nowhere. But through the common people, five dollars. And I was recently in America, you know, raising funds for Healing Jesus Crusade. And I was asking about five dollars. Somebody told me, look, Obama was collecting five dollars, the smallest amount he collected it. Don't think of only hundred dollars or thousand dollars. The small, small amounts and all that is what made him so successful. So what we are saying is that even tithes, tithes, when the common man rises up to pay his tithes, you know, one of our churches, you know, they, they, they don't have so much like business. I think it's in Cape Coast. They don't have any businessmen or what, but they are tithing faithful Cape Coast people because they all work at government work. Tithes, they don't joke with tithes in uh, Cape Coast. So you see that the church has a good income. Even though there's no business, there's no work in Cape Coast. The few people that are there, they are tithers. So if the common man in the church was to pay his tithe, no matter how small it is, because everybody here eats, everybody here drinks, everybody has something. If all of us were to just do what we are supposed to do from the smallest amount, I tell you, you will be surprised at how much more we will be able to do. For the Lord. Are you listening to me? So these are powerful examples of the historical impact of the common man, which is the same as the lay man. Amen. Amen. Number three. Number one was what? The three estates of what? The common man and the three estates of society. And number two was what? The historical impact of the lay person, the layman. Amen. And now I'm going to the common man and the creation of democracy. 
in the basic idea of democracy lies the understanding that state and society are inextricably connected. Do you understand inextricably? If you don't understand, don't worry, because it's a common man. We are all common men. Amen. And that the people in one way or another control society. Through the use of democracy, society attempts to create practical solutions in order to reach agreements about collective decisions. Amen. Amen. The fundamental concept behind democracy is self-government. Eh? And the word democracy comes from the Greek word democratia. Democratia. Which means control. Kratos. Kratos means control. And people. Demos. Demography is the study of people. Yeah. Arrangement of demo, demos. Demos kratos. Controlled by people. Power of people. Do you see? And everywhere where there is a democratic society, it's more advanced. Is it not true? That's why Ghana was visited by Obama because we had demos kratos. People, power. Chose the last, this president. Professor Mills was chosen by People power, demos kratos. Kratos is control and demos is people. Anytime we see the word demography, or isn't it? Demographics has to do with the people. Distribution of the people. Are you there? So the people controlled NPP out. I tell you, they were shocked. They were shocked out of their socks, and up to today, they are still shocked. I wonder if Nana Kufuado can ever do anything again. Because to lose by 20,000 people, which is only our church alone, we can give him that vote. <laughs> Demoscratos, power of people. It's true. And all Ghanaians are conscious of this power. Now, so we are all waiting. Three and a half years to go. And Demos Kratos is coming again. Everybody is going to use his thumb. And if you didn't register this time, you will be registering fully. Hmm. Me, when I went to the police station, they said they couldn't find my name. Hey! I searched for my name. So I am waiting for them to open the register so that I can go because I have some small power that I want to use as a common man. Yes. I'm going to use it. In this way, democracy refers to the fact that all attempts to separate the state and the society should be rejected. And democracy, therefore, is a form of government in which the people, in some fashion, control society. The people control society. You see, and that is what I'm talking about, where the common man is going to rise up in the church and somehow control the ministry. That all that is done is done by the common people Amen. with very few professionals, very few skilled uh, 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 experts. And a large part of the work is done by the common person. Bishop Saki, do you not want what I'm saying? 
It would be an amazing thing if we, the common people, would rise up. How much can I do in my life? How much can I do in my life? How much can one person do? Uh, when we work and we work and we work and we work, you know, then you, you even get, grow up and your children will look at you and say, I don't want to be a pastor. You know? And after all that you have worked, you will see that even you have not even achieved much. And your own family and your own children will look at your life and all that you have put in and say, this particular work, I don't want to ever be in it. Oh. And meanwhile, you are not able to do much too. Huh? And that is why we, are, we, are, we have come to the place where we say, look, we want the lame man, the common man, to also rise up and join us in this work. Because we outside, when we do and we work and we work and we work, we can't see head or tail of where we are heading to. Yeah, we are working and working. We cannot, we cannot see how far we are getting with this work we are doing. We want the power, the people to rise up and exert the powers that they have. Because the power that a common man has is not just in voting, but it's also in the church. It's not to vote in the church. There's no need of your vote in the church. There's no need of, of such things in the church. What we need is your voice and your soul and your heart and your love. Bring small of your love as a common man and apply it to God's work. And what a difference. I said, what a difference it will make in your life, in my life, and in the life of the whole ministry. And what a difference it has already made in our ministry. We have churches all, all in America. We have only one full-time person. We have churches in so many states, from Sacramento to uh, New York, Virginia, uh, Ohio, Carolina, here, this, all of them. They are all the common man. The common man who has no special skill. Who has not ever seen bereft of these gifts. Bereft of visions. Bereft of uh, special uh, voices. Is no license, no certificate, no certified. A common, ordinary, regular person. Regular man. He's a regular man who is opening the Bible and trying to share something. Ah! What a difference it makes. When a common man, a layman, an average man, a normal man, a commonplace person, everyday person, a regular guy, takes his Bible and does something for the Lord. What a difference it makes. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Hallelujah. Now, because democracy, I'm still giving my lecture. Because democracy is controlled by the people, it applies to all in society. Therefore, the concept of democracy must rely on several principles to, in order to succeed. The first principle is that it is based on an inherent equality between citizens, which means that everyone should be treated with absolute uniformity with a complete absence of all forms of discrimination. Amen. Amen. That, that means, so the first principle that must be working when the power of the people is working is that people are equal, which is what I've been trying to establish by saying that everybody, we wish. Yeah. Okay. 
Do you all we we? You are equal. That it has equalized us. No matter how special you can dress and walk around, it will happen. It will happen. Yes. And other things come. And, 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 it's, and you see, some people, the way they look, when they come to church, you would think that when they poop with diamonds come out. Diamonds. <laughs> How many have seen somebody like that before? You look at them and you realize this person, when he goes to the toilet, it's a diamond that come out and then chocolate cakes, nice smelling. Rice and stew, fresh. That is what comes out. Roasted chicken. Nice roasted chicken. And that's what comes out. But it is not like that. Especially the sisters. They have that appearance. The sisters have that appearance. Diamonds. You think diamonds and pearls. Lavender. But some of them are worse than the brothers. <laughs> so the first, the first thing that must be established is that, Charlie, we are all equal and ordinary and we all struggle to pray. We all struggle to remember verses. We all can't remember set when they ask you the verse, or you don't remember. Hey. We are all lasting, brothers. Brothers, are you lasting? Ordinary brothers. Hey. Equality. Like us. So that's the first point. Because I, I, I'll tell you, I know a certain church, because the pastor looks so gifted and he looks very visions and so many things, all the lycos in the church are intimidated. Yeah. None of them is doing anything. They are all they say, oh, I haven't seen any vision. So my pastor, the, the way his vision, he has seen a vision, I haven't seen a vision, and they feel intimidated and they feel abnormal and inferior. You say, when you feel inferior, you can't perform. When you feel inferior, you can't perform. You can't, you can't rise up. Because it affects your feeling. Yeah. You can't, you can't perform. So, so I, one day I was in that church, I was talking to them. Oh, God hasn't called me. Because when the senior pastor explains his calling, then you look at yourself and say, no, 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 no. I like us like me. I shouldn't go to such a place. An ordinary person. You are bereft. You are what? Bereft. You are what? Bereft of gifts and visions. But after a while, when you come to another environment and you start to hear that the person who is standing there is also bereft of all these things and is encouraging you to also hold your Bible and do something, you also have the same problems. Oh, 
problems of a common man. So that's the first thing you must establish and understand that everybody is just like you. Including the one who is standing there and is preaching, if he will be very honest. If he will be very, very honest. But most of us pastors are not honest because we feel that people will only believe us when we show our perfect success. The successful perfection of our lives. We demonstrate it. So you, you, you rarely hear pastors mentioning their current problems. One day, I heard Derek Prince. He was talking about his wife, his family. He said that when he's going to preach, then you see that he has had a quarrel with his wife. And he noticed that it was coming just when he was going to preach all the time. So when I heard, I said, hey. Then I started to analyze my life. I realized that mine too was coming at the same time. I realized that I was what? Equal. I was just ordinary. I said, I see. Regular. And mainly pastors. That is how our life is ordinary. But people don't say. They come and say, oh. I was talking to my wife. I said to her, honey. Honey, I miss you, baby. And they say, when, 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 my, when my wife is not around, I, I kiss her picture. But when she's around, I kiss the real thing. <laughs> that everybody will be excited and say, yeah. Oh, I wish my husband would also talk like that. Meanwhile, your husband is bereft of such raps. So you look at the pastor, you say, ah, it must be such a blessing to be married to this man. The man who holds my picture. I I will like such a man. He takes my picture everywhere and he kisses it. Hmm? Even the real one is not kissed. If you ask them, they will tell the real one is not kissed before even the picture. was the last time that they kissed the real one. The real one was kissed. Ask them. Ask them. Ask them. Ask them. When was the last time they did actual kisses? The real one is bereft of those kisses. Charlie, we are all the same. We are all average. We are all regular. And when you realize you are regular, you will not divorce. Because you realize that eh, you also have this problem. That was also my problem. You take it like that. Okay. This is a lecture. The first part of the camp is just a secular lecture. Then after that, we go. The second principle is built on the individual's right to self-determination. Hmm. <laughs> Which has a negative notion of freedom encourages the absence of force and the misuse of power. It's a 
if you understand it. But if you don't understand it, then you are just like me. Finally, <laughs> democracy builds on the principle of equal opportunity.